This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what? I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune, I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince. But it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And The best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dori Shafrir. And we're not experts. We are not, but we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And this is a mini episode where we hear from you, we share your comments and your thoughts, and we answer your questions to the best of our ability. And please remember, we're not experts, we're podcast hosts, and we always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a medical and or a mental health professional as needed. And if you would like to reach us, you can leave us a voicemail or send us a text message at 781-591-0390. And you can email us or email us a voice memo at forever35podcast at gmail.com. And please do visit our website, forever35podcast.com, for links to everything we mentioned on the show. 
can follow us on Twitter at Forever 35 Pod, on Instagram at Forever 35 Podcast, and you can join the Forever 35 Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Forever 35 Podcast. And please do sign up for our newsletter. Another issue just went out yesterday. And that is at forever35podcast.com slash newsletter. If you're having trouble receiving our newsletter, add forever35podcast at gmail.com to your contacts list. And that should solve the problem. And just one more thing I want to mention. You have until June 1st. That is June 1st. June 1st. To pre-order my book. Thanks for waiting. The Joy and Weirdness of Being a Late Bloomer by Dory Shafrier. And register on my website, dory-shafrier.com to come to the event of the century, the happy hour, Kate Spencer and myself, where we will be discussing everything. Am I going to, should I prep questions for you? Like, am I interviewing you? No, you're not. Um, we're going to take questions from the listeners. But like, if I have a question, like Dory, what's your most embarrassing like hookup story? Could I ask that? Totally. Okay. You could. I was very proud yeah. because a a listener texted us and they were like, "I have been meaning to pre-order Dory's book." And then when I heard mention of the breathalyzer salesman story, I did it. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm, "I am selling these books." I mean, that is. An iconic story. If I you have a lot so myself of good dating stories in this book. Listen, I did a lot of dating. You have I, lived. I have. I have lived. <laughs> I have lived. And like, quite honestly, a lot of just hooking up. Yeah, way to go. You know, I do so, know, and a lot of it's in there. A yeah, you don't you don't there. call back. I'm excited. I'm excited to get Well, you know what? It, it was like if I'm going to do it, I might as well just go for it. Like I didn't want people to read it and be like, it sounds like she's holding something back. No, you went for it. You gave us really? the stories. I gave you the stories. <sighs> what a time. Anyway, what a day. Okay, can't wait. <laughs> I got to think of like a cocktail to mix for this yappy hour happy hour oh yeah that actually that reminds me of a listener emailed me about designing a cocktail for the happy hour and i need to email her back so i love that idea reminding me that yeah so stay tuned okay all right anyway on to more important things which is that you kate spencer (laughs) oh no might have a new hobby oh and you know I'm thinking about it when I text you before I mention it on the podcast. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I never know if it's going to like rise to the level of the pod, though. <laughs> Let me just. Although it often does, the fountain did. The fountain. Ugh. Did I ever tell listeners what happened with my no, fountain? You told me, but you've not told our listeners. <laughs> it's kind of a sad tale. <laughs> I was so excited about my fountain that I bought, which was advertised as also being a home for small fish. I put it together. I went out. I bought all these special plants. I bought three goldfish. My kids and I named the goldfish. We were feeding them. You were like, I'm going to be a fountain person. 
Yeah, I was really, I love the sound of running water. I'm a cancer. Like, I've always wanted a fountain. I've always wanted a freaking fountain. And I also love pets. So I was like, well, I'm going to get some fish. Trigger warning. If you don't want to hear about animals dying, don't listen to this. The fountain filter killed my fish. It churned them up. It was really gross and upsetting. And uh, luckily, though, I will say that Wayfair was really solid and gave me a full refund on the product. Because <laughs> I was like, you advertise this with fish. Well, my fish are dead. Yeah. Any Anyway, so that's a very long story about the fountain. And now I don't have a fountain. But I do have a curiosity about fountain pens. And I did text Lori at 1120. <laughs> <segue>. Thank you. 1120 <laughs> a.m. We were just having, you know, hadn't this came out of nowhere. I just said, should I get into fountain pens? <laughs> and your response was, um. So, I mean, and then sure, question mark. So you were supportive. I actually, well, and I had another thought, which was, you know, we're both left-handed and... My when I think of fountain pens, I think of of inkiness. Me too. And I just get nervous about anything having to write left handed and smudging. But you then informed me that there are left handed fountain pens. There are, but I don't know how good they are because I still there's still going to be ink that you smudge. I mean, I write very. I'm like a very lefty smudger type. So. Fountain pens may not be for me, but I was just, they were piquing my curiosity today. I was watching a YouTube video of a woman who's passionate about journaling and fountain pens and like has an incredible amount of journals and like really encourages listeners, like, you know, to find your own inspiration, but talks about the journals she likes and the pen. I mean, this person has pens. I mean, they have a lot of pens. And I was I was just intrigued. It sounded like one kind of fun to collect, but also like an interesting hobby. I think I'm hobby hunting a little bit. Interesting. I also emailed a women's skateboarding collective and asked if they taught one-on-one skateboarding lessons to 42-year-old women. Well, I haven't heard back, but a listener had oh. had written in and was like, "I'm a grown-up woman skateboarder. Like, get out, get it, like, get it going." And then they sent some um, links to some groups. So I, so you know, so I'm. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, I mean, cool or or, I don't know. Is it going to be a disaster? Doesn't matter. It's the trying that counts, right? It's true. It's true. So. That's what I've been up to. I've been pondering fountain pens. If anyone here is a fountain pen user, I would be genuinely interested in like hearing what is an entry pen into the fountain pen world. Mm, good question. I, I do have a notebook I like, and I was thinking of buying a new one, even though I have eight million notebooks. Uh, and I like the Lecterm. I don't Lecterm. I'm mm, probably not saying that mm-hmm, right. Nineteen seventeen mm-hmm. notebooks. So I was like, maybe I'll get one and I'll start journaling with a fountain pen. I don't know. Do you want me to get you a monocle? <laughs> Top hat? <laughs> I'm going to work work by the light of a flickering gas lamp in my the room I rent from Mrs. Tiddlywinks. Okay, <laughs> you have green eye shade. <laughs> I don't know what's uh, happening to me, I Dory. Just, I just, um, I think this sounds like a lovely, a lovely pursuit. 
there's got to be a fountain pen listener out there. I mean, we have a farmer, we have a travel advisor. Oh, I think we're going to hear from a lot of people, actually. Where are all my pen heads? That's what you guys call yourselves, right? Pen heads? <laughs> call ourselves pen heads. Yeah, that's in the fountain pen community. That's what we call ourselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, okay. You know what? There's if you probably, know, you know, Dory. Th- there's probably a subreddit. Oh, there. Oh, there. A hundred. I've already was on it today. A hundred percent. Oh, yeah. I had, you know what? I turned in a big round of book revisions last night at one thirty in the morning. So I today I was really focused on fountain pens. That was you know, how Kate, I cared what, for myself. What I'm hearing from you oh boy. is that you don't just want a hobby. You want a community. Yeah. I mean, I would take it. I would take one. I, but I like my, I already have communities, but I love more communities. Yeah, I think you I think you want a hobby community. I guess it's true since I emailed a skateboarding collective also. Maybe I'm just desperate for friends. But you have friends. I know. I think what this is, is going on? I think this is I honestly think this is like emerging out of lockdown kind of not like franticness, yes. but it is kind of like like what do I do? And maybe there's something about having like structured activities that feels a little bit easier, kind of reacclimating to society. This is you my know armchair psychoanalysis of what's going no, I, on. I appreciate that because I am kind of feeling like this a little euphoric about returning. Like I cried on the way to the grocery store today because I was just so excited to go to a grocery store and and not feel stressed, like I was touching COVID everywhere. Yeah. So. That could be right. You might be onto yeah, something. I get it. I get it. Uh, well, tell us how your birthday went, my 44-year-old friend. Oh, well, thanks. Um, <laughs> you know, it was nice. Henry got me some flowers and a card. It's very oh. thoughtful of him. And he brought me the card. I was lying in bed and he brought me the card. That's very, very cute. Yeah. Um, and we got to go on like a little nature walk. Matt, Henry, and I, which was nice. He saw some turtles and some ducks. And he's just like, (laughs) Henry loves nature. Like, we were just like walking on these, these like wooded paths next to a lake. And he just, he just kept being like, oh, oh," like pointing at like trees. (laughs) Yeah. And pointing at the water and just picking up sticks and, she was just so into it. It was really, really sweet. Oh, Henry. I know. He just has a joie de vivre that I appreciate. What a nice birthday present. Yeah, so that was nice. And then Matt and I went out to dinner, restaurant in our neighborhood. And yeah, Matt got me a spa day. Ooh. At the Milk and Honey Brentwood Spa. Oh, man. He must subscribe to our newsletter. Well, here's what happened. My sister got me a gift certificate to the Milk and Honey Brentwood Spa because she listens to our podcast. And then I told Matt that my sister had gotten me this gift certificate and he was like, like a light bulb went off in his head and he was like, I'm going to do a spa day for her. So that's in a few weeks. Ooh, I'm so jealous. Yeah. So that will be really nice. I'm excited. Yeah, it'll be great. And it was my nephew's birthday yesterday. He had a Super Mario Brothers themed birthday party. Similar to yours. Turned six. Yeah, he lost his first tooth recently. Oh boy. <sighs> um. 
yeah, so, you know, that's, that's kind of what's been going on over here. Over here in the, the land of being 44. And if you don't follow our Instagram, you did not see the picture of me from when I turned four. Oh my God. <laughs> this picture is, so I don't have Instagram on my phone. And I don't know if I ever will. I'm just doing a little mental health break. So I'm not checking it very often. And I just peek at it sometimes on my computer. And that was the first thing that popped up today was just like a screaming. And it's so clearly you. You look exactly the same. <laughs> like it's be I knew exactly what I was looking at without like knowing what it was. It was really sweet. The picture of you're so happy. And that was 40 years ago. Isn't that wild? Yeah, it is pretty wild. Because it feels those those memories feel like yesterday. I'm still confused how the 80s weren't like a few years ago. I know. Also, everyone was really dressed up. I don't know if you noticed that, but the other people in the picture and myself included, we were all in like party dresses. That was the style. Yeah, I like I feel like that doesn't happen anymore. Like kids don't wear like really dressy dresses to birthday parties, right? Or do they? I don't know. I don't have a 4-year-old. I, I mean, you could, but it's it, it was more like our parents were putting us in these clothes. Like I don't I don't remember. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have an answer. My kids love to dress themselves and they might wear a very fancy dress to a birthday party, but it wasn't the same thing. My mom definitely made me wear tights and a fancy dress yes, to the first day of yes. kindergarten. Yeah, because I, yeah, I also have pictures from my fifth birthday party and like the girls are in like party dresses. Well, I also remember that people used to get very dressed up to go fly on an airplane. Mm. Did you know that? I did know that, but I think that was before our time. I'm I'm 75, so... Oh, then it was not before your time. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Well, you know what? Let's take a break because oh, we have. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. We have some um, great listener emails to get to today. I've got some good news to share. Yeah. All right. We'll be right back. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Superpower Short. The Superpower Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that my- thing every day. 
I do too. Uh, it's my favorite honey love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get oh, into okay, it. Do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no. I was just gonna say like I I I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh God, like get this off of me. No, thank <laughs> once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it could like, be. Yes. Also like summer sweat under those underwires. is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast but I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons 
from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with glorious dynam. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. Okay, so our first email is an update from a listener. Hi, Kate and Dory. I'm the listener who reached out to you six months ago after being diagnosed with breast cancer at the age of 35, just days after my son's first birthday. I was so touched to hear you share my email on the pod and to then receive such thoughtful suggestions from fellow listeners. I looked into every resource you all mentioned, and I don't think I would have gotten through my treatment without them, particularly Angela Trimber's virtual support group and the ABCD Foundation. Thank you. Now, for the really good news, I had a complete response to chemotherapy, which I finished on March 1st, and the pathology reports post-surgery confirmed there's no residual cancer. Because I did have cancer in my lymph nodes initially, I began 33 rounds of radiation this week. I should complete all treatment in late June, two days before my 36th birthday. I know how lucky I am to have this outcome. I also know that being cancer-free physically doesn't mean I'm, I feel cancer-free emotionally or mentally. Thanks to you both and your podcast, I'm prioritizing myself and allowing myself a lot more grace than I likely would have before. So again, thank you. Finally, I wanted to share one resource suggestion, a new podcast called Cancer for Breakfast. The episode Under the Bus is a must listen for friends and family members of people diagnosed with cancer. Wow. I'm so, so thrilled to get this news. Me too. Also, this listener sent us a stunning photo of themselves and their spouse in a gorgeous, full-length dress that Dory and I both were like, where's this dress from? Yeah. And they they told us. We got the inside scoop on the dress. Yeah, we did. We sure did. But we are so excited. And I'm going to check that podcast out. Yeah, it sounds sounds good. really sounds really interesting. So, thank you, listener. I'm we're so happy to hear hear this update. Also, what an in, what a I never heard this before said this way, but it really impacted me. Being cancer free physically doesn't mean I feel cancer free emotionally or mentally. 
that is really profound and I think something that's a wonderful thing for all of us to consider for the people in our lives who are dealing with um, an illness like cancer or something else. COVID? I mean, who knows? (sighs) All right. Hmm. Well, we're going to transition to some skincare stuff. Oh, yeah. Here's an email we received. Hey there. I saw a listing on Elia for a blue light mist and had to check with you all on this. What are these? They claim it, quote, defends skin from the harmful effects of blue light and pollution. The only ingredient they mention is lavender. So I am confused. Do we need a blue light mist? Is my computer giving me wrinkles or is this marketing to make me feel like I need another product? Would love your opinions. Now, hold on one second while I type, because I actually have this stuff in my bathroom. Do you have this? No. They sent it to me. For Someone sent this to me. I don't huh. know who was since sends me Elia products, but it ended up at my house. Wow. Okay, so, listener, I have this in my bathroom. It was sent to me. I don't know by who. I mean, maybe the, I'm assuming the company or a PR person. So I, I have it. And I've tried it because I'm intrigued by it being like a makeup setting spray. But I don't know if like scientifically it is protecting me from blue light. Like what is the science of the spray? I don't know. I mean, I am skeptical, but... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. willing to be convinced but i i don't feel like i have the authority to say one way or the other nor i i think we've got to circle back with a professional on this question or yeah. open up open it up to the odds of course here's what i will say do i need a blue light mist is my computer giving me wrinkles maybe you you should wear sunscreen even if you are going to be inside, especially if you are at a computer all day. You can get, you know, quote unquote, sun damage from screens. That is that is true. But I think you just need sunscreen, not a blue light mist. I will say the mist is nice as a setting spray. Like that's what I've used it for. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I'm like, well, this is nice. I'm doing a zoom. I'll put this spray on, and if it also works against the blue light, well, then, like, kudos to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It says in here that Tara extract neutralizes free radicals and helps protect skin from blue light exposure. But again, I would love, like, a true scientific explanation of this one. I'm just yeah, reading same. off of the Sephora website. Same interesting question the jury's still out i would say listener don't buy it you don't need this yeah i I think all things being equal you probably don't need yeah but i'll keep using it and and i'll report back please do wait can i say one more thing i'm sorry i'm really blabby today but the other thing is like how how am i supposed to know like the wrinkles aren't gonna the wrinkles i have now are not the wrinkles this is protecting me from so it's not like in a week i can be like my skin's better you know what I mean? Like, it, there's yeah. no way to f- to know with something like this. Right. Okay. Right. Anyway, I'll keep trying it out. Okay. All right. 
Last next, one. yeah, next email. Hi, Kate and Dory. I have a niche issue that I suspect is not that niche at all. Since I was a teenager, I've been plagued with a sensitive stomach slash digestive system that is very affected by changes in routine and general stress. As of late, I've been slowly transitioning to going back into the office as my company has lifted restrictions and encouraged all their workforce to return to the office. The office is very clean and we have on-site testing, so I generally feel very safe about going in. However, on the days I go into the office, I've suffered from uncomfortable bloating, gas, and constipation. I encountered this issue when I first started this job more than a year ago in pre-pandemic. Back then, I learned to live with it because I had to. But now after working from home for more than a year, my body is right back to all the trouble I experienced when I first started. It's also worth mentioning that I work long hours, usually 55 a week or more, and the job itself is quite stressful. I work in investment banking. So it's fair to say that I'm under quite a bit of stress on a daily basis. When I work from home, I don't experience these issues because I'm comfortable using the bathroom in my home, of course, but the communal echoey bathroom at the office is a different story. Surely I can't be the only professional woman who has encountered this issue. Do you or your listeners have any advice about how to work through this? All the best. Tell me troubles. So I've read through this email many times. Is this listener basically just saying, I can't shit at work? Or are they having like an anxiety induced IBS? It sounds like both. Okay. It sounds like the stress brings on, you know, as as they say, uncomfortable bloating, gas, and constipation. And then on top of that, they don't want to poop at work. Which, I'll be honest, I understand. Yeah. I, I get hated it. pooping in communal office bathrooms. I hated it. I hated it yeah, so they much. Could, they could at least have one like single bathroom that you could go into when you had to poop. Although, then everybody know, knows you're pooping. No, I know. But you know what? <laughs> you know what someone told me that they used to do when they had to poop? They would poop on a different floor. Was it me who told you that? Because I used maybe to do it that. Was you. Maybe it was you. I just have, maybe it was. Hey, if you worked in the Viacom building in Times Square, <laughs> I went down to the seventh floor to go to the uh, I mean, I kind of think that's genius. Yeah. The most embarrassing thing is that I would walk by somebody I knew it like, and it was like a weird time. It was the cafeteria floor. And I was like, yep, it's me. I'm here to just use the bathroom. <laughs> It was too much. I understand. Like, it sounds like this listener is having anxiety and stress manifest stomach issues. And and that seems like something that's really challenging because it's physical and, you know, emotional and mental. And so that seems like something I would suggest working on with like with a professional, talking about it with a therapist, working on it with your doctor, because it sounds painful and uncomfortable. and. It sounds like the the bathroom situation is giving you is is the cause and of the problem the communal echoey bathroom at the office. So when they're at home, they're not they're they're going. Everything feels good. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I mean, let's talk about it. What, listen, professional women who have encountered this, professional anyone's doesn't need to be just women who have encountered this issue. But I will say there is a poop stigma that is very specifically placed Mm -hmm. on women am i right yes you are right like have you ever gone 
to go poop at the work communal bathroom and someone's in there and you leave. And then you have to like kind of keep staking out the bathroom. Have you ever done that move? Yeah, I've also waited people out. Oh, a hundred percent. Then, <laughs> but then sometimes they're also waiting you I know, out. I know. <laughs> and it's like a standoff. It's like a duel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a poop duel. Yes, I know that when you're like, let me be the one who stays. Yes, like trying to communicate. <laughs> yes, mentally. exactly. Oh, it's so miserable. It's so it hard. Uh, and then so, there's, but then there's also communal bathrooms where I literally don't give a shit if I shit. <laughs> like in an airport, I do not care. <laughs> Who cares about these people? Never see them again. <laughs> Getting on an airplane. Yeah. Oh my god. Now, airplane bathroom is a different story, but airport bathroom, I say. Let it rip. I guess um, we all just need to go to the airport a couple times a day. Just, so just go to the airport. Um, you know, one thing that my old job at BuzzFeed did that I really appreciated was they had, they always had a radio on in the bathroom. Oh, what a great idea. Yeah. So like it didn't like really muffle that much sound, but I think just psychologically it helped. Now that you're saying this. I could kind of convince myself that, you know, people couldn't hear as much because the radio was on. So maybe, maybe you could ask ask them to put a put some music in. Well, investment banking speaker is different than Buzz. I I feel like that's still a very formal workplace. Totally. Maybe they could put a white noise machine in. Oh, honestly, that would be amazing, right? Yes, I think all communal bathrooms should just have white noise piped in and. Always have spray. Yes. Amen. Always. I mean, and also always have tampons and pads and, and any yes. other products just sitting there. Don't yes. put in a stupid machine where you have to pay a quarter. Thank you for mentioning the spray. <sighs> yes. It's spray. always very, very annoying. Or if you're at someone's house and you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to poop my pants and they don't have spray. It's yeah. traumatic. I mean, the worst is when, <laughs> when you've stayed over someone's house, let's say for the first time, oh, and you like it. really have to poop. The only solution that I ever had was to, in the morning, be like, do you mind if I take a shower? <laughs> and then you start running the shower while whilst pooping. And then you flush after the shower, so it seems like you, oh you my God, went to the bathroom Dory. after your shower, and they but don't then, know that you pooped. But then you're just <laughs> letting the odor steam up through the shower. Oh, you close the lid. I know, but still, there's something about it. Just like sitting there it makes me like. <laughs> Listen, I mean, some of us had to be strategic about these things. Okay, I I respect. <laughs> Listen. You've got it. I respect you. I, I, I don't quite know what to suggest for this listener. And I know we're like having good laughs over it, but it sounds really uncomfortable. Yeah, it does. And I, I, I don't want to suggest like a laxative because I think that's the opposite. Pro- like, I feel like you need to talk to your medical doctor and also talk to the like someone who can help you with this psychologically. That seems like reasonable advice. Yeah, this seems really tough. And and also it's weird as people are being sent, you know, sent back to the workplace. We've gotten so used to 
the comforts of home. Um, it's a big adjustment. So yeah, let's hear some tips if people have them. Tips and tricks. Pooping at work, uncomfortable bloating. We want to hear it all. You know that we talk about everything on this show. Yeah, we sure do. Uh, let's take another break. Okay, let's do cool it. Cool down a little bit and we'll be right back. Whew. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm. Okay. Which is visible on my (sighs) neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like creppiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel. I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, Mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. OneSkin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. All right. We have returned. Kate has just has one more thing to add on this subject. I have one more confession to make, which is that Dory and I recently got photographs taken with a photographer and we were the photographer did the shoot at their house. And I was so nervous I was gonna have to poop at the photographer's house that I brought my bathroom spray in my purse just in case they didn't have any spray. Now Also, the best part is that it's still sitting in my purse a week later. Like, it's still in there. I haven't taken it out. I've just been walking around with poop puri or whatever it's called in my bag. But I just, I just, there's nothing more embarrassing to me. I know, like, we all poop and everybody has a body, and but I still have a lot of, like, poop embarrassment. I didn't have to use it, but that's my story. That's my story. I showed up with poop spray. Amen. All right. Whew. Wow. 
We we got a call from a listener who described a really wonderful self-care day that they gave themselves after some stress going on in their lives. So I thought we could share it because it was just it was very inspirational. Hi, Kate and Dory. I just wanted to call because I have had a very, very stressful last two weeks, extremely stressful. And last minute this weekend, I found myself sort of magically without my husband and my toddler in the house all weekend, uh, which has not happened since my toddler was born. Um, and so today was just about the most perfect day, and I just had to tell you guys about it. Um, so I slept in. I went to Target. I went on multiple walks. I got my favorite lunch that my husband doesn't like at the place he like doesn't want to eat at ever. I caught up on my favorite YouTube channels, watched old episodes of Friends, and I bought a delicious piece of tiramisu at a local bakery and made myself a bath with bath salts and watched Great British Baking Show in the bath. And then after the bath, I put on a calm sleep story without Norway fjords. It was delightful. And I masturbated. And it was glorious. And now I'm about to roll up my back and sleep, hopefully forever. Um, I was debating taking a Unisom or like a CBD gummy. But I think I'm just going to try to sleep au natural and see how that goes. Anyways, I hope that other listeners can convince their partners and children to leave so that they can do the same or just take like a one-night hotel vacation. Uh, I would highly recommend it because I feel so much better. Uh, so that's all. I hope uh, hope you guys or other listeners can do this very soon. Bye. This the, There's just so much here that I, I, I mean... So, so, so good. This is so good. I, I was, I was internally pumping my fist as she was talking. What a day. It was jam packed too. Like it was numerous jam-packed. walks, the tiramisu, yeah. Target. I also I've listened loved, to that sleep story, by the way. It's very good. I also loved going to getting food from a restaurant that her husband hates. Uh huh. <laughs> Cause it's the that, best. I, I identify with that. Yeah. The stuff that your family's like, I don't want that. I'm like, well, on my yeah. day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally, totally, totally. Topped off with a little, you know, a friends and masturbation combo. I or excuse mean. me, it was a calm sleep story, then the masturbation, yeah. then a call to us, and then bed. I mean, it really sounds perfect. And no Thank one's you. there. No one's that was there. inspiring. It was. Teach us your ways. Seriously, I'm going to like write this down. <laughs> little post-it note around the house. Matt's like, what's yeah. all this? Well, it's just my perfect self-care day. <laughs> <laughs> all uh, right. Well, we are going to end with an update from a listener who really sent us on a journey, a Mother's Day journey, a mother-in-law journey. Uh, this was a listener who called in to ask how to handle their mother-in-law who every year insists on Mother's Day being celebrated for them. All right, here we go. Hey, Katendor. It is the original mother-in-law griper. Thank you so much for your completely uh, 
awesome opinion on how this should all be treated and everything. I I really appreciate your your words about it and how outraged you are because sometimes in families things just happen year after year and you just get used to that's how your family does it and stuff. So I just wanted to follow up with a after the fact update of what actually went down. Um, we told the mother-in-law, but I want to also uh, caveat this with my mother lives in town too, and she doesn't really care about Mother's Day. So it's just not even, it's whatever you want to do. Anyway, we celebrated Mother's Day on Saturday. We went to my mother-in-law's house. It was very nice because we, it was the first time we could be inside in a very long time. And also, yeah, there's some narcissism there. Um, but also I am celebrated too. Like I get a gift and a card. Um, so I mean, it was placements and napkins, if that makes any sense to you. But, um, yeah, I get, um, so we went, we had nice, nice brunch. She cooked everything and you know, the whole thing took like five hours. So that was my Saturday. That's fine. It's just, you know, with busy lives, time is precious, weekends are precious, and it was a five-hour deal. And then on Sunday, I made a pedicure appointment for 4 o'clock in another town over. Um, and so it took – there's a whole journey. It was lovely. Um, and before that, I got to do kind of what I wanted. Um, and actually, my mom ended up being in the – pedicure town so we met up at a brewery for one drink which was first time for that too so it all worked out it was a whole thing I probably had half a panic attack going into it um but you know we do the same thing for Father's Day we celebrate my husband has to you know we have a family thing um where you know with his stepdad and it's a whole day it's just like Easter to them. I don't know. It's like it's a family event day. It's not any of those other things we talk about. So anyways, that was the story. I'm sure you can't post this super long voicemail, but um, I just wanted to share. So you can rest assured on to Father's Day, I guess. I love this voicemail so much. On to Father's Day. So ominous. My favorite point is I did get a gift, but it was dish towel, placements and dish towel. Like it was, that was so funny. I get it. Like, that's not real, you know. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But it sounds like they successfully moved this mother-in-law celebration to Saturday, which is a big win for this list. Yeah, I agree. Way to set the boundary. Five hour brunch. That's great. That's wild. That's a, that's a long brunch. That is a long brunch. Well, Dory, we're at the end, but con- congratulations to that listener. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, can I, can I right. give you a little uh, song suggestion if you need something to pep you up this week? You may. I have been listening to A Light of a Clear Blue Morning by Dolly Parton. And like every cover of it that I can find as well as the original version on like repeat. And it's made me feel so good. It's such a beautiful, uplifting song. So if you need something like that, 
That's my gift to you this week. That's lovely. All right. All right. Cheerio. Bye, y'all. Bye.